Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast all about performers' worst nightmares on stage. Bombing. I am your host, Lauren Hutton. With me, as always, is my co-host, Luke Fagenbush. Oh, and we had it. a guest on this I was this about time. to say, I am not going to let you so talk. well. <laughs> that was the most professional one we had, and I didn't even get to say my own name. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn right. I, 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 when things go well, it's usually because I didn't stop talking. Oh, that one hurt. <laughs> That's right at the top of the episode. And they're they're going to see my emotional damage and just be caught up in that and not even get to enjoy our guest. Adam and Hey. hey. Good so if, how if, if your friends hurt you? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I live in a hundred year old home and so I thought my house was haunted because like the keys would disappear and the stuff would tell me to get out. Apparently I'm just married. <laughs> <laughs> So that's every day for me. <laughs> the paranormal, just my wife. I like how we said, "What? Do you, what do you, how do your friends hurt you?" And then you told us a ghost story, <laughs> and that's how they hurt me. My friends are ghosts. Lauren, they left me. They left me behind. It's but not my really. best friend, my wife, and how she hurts me by stealing the keys and hiding them. <laughs> yeah, this episode was a lot of fun. Uh, you find out that Adam's wife is also super hilarious. Yeah. That funnier than me. I yeah. wouldn't say. That uh, her laughs per minute. She only had two this episode, so I don't know. I, I laughed at you a lot. Well, thank, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we talk about shows. We talk about what else happens. You're better Adam at remembering Min- things. Minnick is a young Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, that's right. That makes more sense. Bombing shows in the elderly crowd, and he's got a dry bar special coming out that you should really check out. Yeah, enjoy the episode. That was perfect. <laughs> do you guys need me to just do the Indiana Jones every every episode? I'll just I'll just be that guy. Oh man, that's amazing. Oh. Do you guys now? Do you guys? When I used to do my podcast, I would go back and listen to the whole thing and edit. Do you guys do that at all? The only thing I'd want to maybe cut out is a part of the stage that was an all white crowd. It's my people. That would be. Please pee. Please pee, Lauren. No, it's fine. We're good. It's fine. I insist. It's fine. I, you insist? I insist. You insist that I piss? Yes, I insist that you piss. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to get going, and I want to bring this, uh, what's, what's the word? This heightened energy into this podcast recording. Adam, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? Oh, Lauren. good, buddy. How was yeah. your Mother's Day? It was good. I, uh, I, I didn't screw it up. I <laughs> have you screwed up a mother's day I, before? No, because I, I I mean I I called my mom and all that, but there uh, my go. wife is a first time mother, so I had to oh. I, I had to get that right, you know. It's, yeah, dude. Heavy responsibility. Oh there. my gosh, it's the first one. That's the one like they always say like a mother's day you, you get the nicest gift on your first mother's day. 
fall down the hill. And then the other there. mother's day of that, you just forget about them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you just give them a day of peace. <laughs> just leave them alone. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your trophy. And now for the next 20 years on today, you just do whatever you want. And I'll do whatever <laughs> needs to be done. That, I heard that on the radio that they were taking surveys. And it's like a really common thing that moms are just asking to be left alone. I wish on I mother's could day. ask that from yeah. everyone. Just have a normal, <laughs> un, like you want to be a hermit, just be <laughs> just for a day. Like, oh, yeah, have a hermit day. Yeah. Oh, it's dude. called an Obi Wan Kenobi day. Yeah, I would love that. that old man. <laughs> Can we bake that into like our our sick days at work somehow? It's just like, look, you said I get ten sick days a year, but can I have nine and one Obi Wan Kenobi day? <laughs> you can get. A, you just say that's how you identify now. <laughs> I identify as a Jedi. Yeah, I identify as a Jedi. Uh, I'm I'm almost certain that in Portland, Oregon, there's like a slot on the voter registration thing that you can put that you you're a Jedi. Hell there, yeah. There's a guy in Portland. He's on. Tosh point oh, he, he thinks he, he actually became a Jedi. He just goes around and picks up, picks up garbage, opens the door for people. Like with his mind? No. Oh, well, not, that's but, disappointing. But no, he, slick he, if he was out there just force pushing dog turds <laughs> off the I street. I mean, this is, this is shocking, but he <laughs> lives in his car with his fiance. So. Started out Wait. normal, ended shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Fiance? I aren't supposed to have emotional relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, it's like a priest got married. It feels wrong. Like, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that feel, that's the worst thing that priests do, getting married. <laughs> uh, do you guys know about the guy here in Cincinnati that's like not Luke Skywalker? I've, Every I've guy in Cincinnati. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, aren't we all three not that, Luke yeah, Skywalker? Okay, right. But his whole he's, there's like a, a Facebook page. I forget how he's spun the he name. He looks just like Luke Skywalker. Right? He so really does. The movie theater. He oh, was dressed up as uh, really? Luke, like it was for some like children's birthday party. Dude, he does all kinds That's of benefits. Awesome. He's he like a local looks thing. just like Mark Hamill. It, it is yeah. insane. I thought okay. it was at first. Mark like Hamill that. today, not like Luke Skywalker. No, he looks like the animated Joker from the Batman series that WB put out. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Mark Hamill yeah, today. Like today, okay. like aged along with Mark Hamill. I didn't know Mark if he Hamill. was young Luke. Let's all, let's all calm down. <laughs> this is the bitter Luke. He's the bitter. <laughs> and he's actually bitter in real life because he, he has to go be Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, but it would blue be... milk straight from the tap. <laughs> I mean, my goal is to not really have to work. And yeah. that guy's job is pretending to be someone else's character. Honest, I took like a like a week staycation and me not having to work, I thought it would be great. But I got real neurotic day three or four. Really? What were you doing? Uh, just, you know, drinking beer, playing video games. That's you neurotic? Well, the internal. Oh, that's monologue. right. We've talked about yeah, this yeah. a lot behind the eyes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's me neurotic. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Just an internal volcano rumbling. You're yeah. magma. You're not lava. You're below the surface. It, it does suck <laughs> to know that it's like, oh, I, society wants me to work, but also my brain forces me to work as that's, well. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. The concept that exercise gives off dopamine, like activity yeah. makes you happy. Yeah. Stagnation literally will make you sad. Have no. you been like, have you ever done a staycation like that or been stuck at home during like the quarantine or anything and, and run into that? I've done staycations, but like I start tearing apart of my house. <laughs> Is that what you <laughs> do? I tore a wall under the staircase and turned into like a bourbon and wine holder, like a, uh, 
place, so it wasn't like, like fixing. Something. It was constructive. But it was it was being it was being um, <laughs> unnecessary. Productive. You, my wife's like, "What is wrong? Can't you leave the house?" I'm like, "I gotta do something." I'm like, that was the first wave of COVID. We you own this, and went, I can do whatever I want to it. it. Yeah, you went way hard on finding work. <laughs> I like, left unattended for three hours. I'm like, I need to build something. I can't. So I've done the whole video game sitting, sitting around, and then yeah. I I get. Uh, I kind of get bored. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I will sit for hours and play. I'm playing again Dying Light, which is a I like I think it's a cool a zombie game. game. Mm-hmm. That's a good game. I'm playing for the second time and I'm once I finish I'm I'm done with it forever. Like I'm probably just gonna give it give it to someone. Um so don't play it the third time, but um I just have to feel <laughs> get like this out of the house before I, know, I do it again. <laughs> so like I have to do something. I can't I enjoy yeah. playing video games, but I have to be productive. I'm like, man, I could be writing some jokes right now instead yeah. of shoot some zombies. So yeah. have you tried switch sports because it's pretty active it's pretty fun and when my boss does nine beer bongs he's hilarious playing tennis <laughs> <laughs> i have not uh, that sounds the right like the right way to play switch sports oh yeah if you're not like just getting obliteratedly drunk way too fast while also moving around digital balls you're doing it wrong mm. <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of it what is what is it switch I, do you remember wii sports yeah it's just wii sports again it's that, right? yeah it's just wii sports again but now it's on the switch and the controls are actually a little bit tighter. It feels a little more refined. I saw like a commercial. Can you strap the switch controller to like your thigh? Yeah, that's how you play soccer. You strap okay. a thing to your thigh. Oh, um, that's better. I only played bowling and tennis, and I'll say the bowling mechanics are flawless. It's pretty much a carbon copy of Wii Sports, but I do think they're dialed in a little better. Hmm. Tennis is freaking fun. Yeah. Tennis is freaking yeah. fun. I threw my shoulder out. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to move, if you need to be doing something, yeah. whack some digital balls, write some jokes in your head while you're doing it. I need, I need to do that. I, I never was a fan of Learn the Wii. Learn to multitask. I'm trying, Lauren. <laughs> I was never a fan of the Wii, but however, we went to Kenwood Mall the other week, last week, and we saw the Nintendo you can buy it by the kiosk. It's like 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, the little mini Nintendo. 621 games loaded yeah. into it. And half of them were probably made for the Asian market because there's some of these games I have no I've never heard of them. Oh, and it's yeah. in Japanese or it, again, I'm not familiar with all the Asian languages like the writing and that, but there were uh, symbols it looks you like know. Japanese. There's like yeah. a, and uh and we played we played Mario Brothers all night. Like my bro- wife wants to play Super Mario Brothers. Now That's I found awesome. games Hell like yeah. Contra. Yeah. Um, there's Harry Potter, which I'm not sure. How? <laughs> I, huh. I, have no, I don't know. There's Garfield. Garfield's on it. Okay. All right. Um, I can get behind don't Garfield. Don't know him as a game. Magic. There's Garfield a Magic Johnson a game. game. Magic Johnson NBA. And I played the, you win the first game and then you get your pick of three women. You choose the wrong one. Your career is over. <laughs> that was. Are you serious? Yeah, that's, that's in the game. <laughs> oh God, that would have been amazing. I'm just, I was picturing the pixels, man. You sold it. <laughs> I do want to play it. Uh, there's Jimmy Connors tennis. Oh, dude. And I played that. That's actually a lot of fun. And I kept missing the ball like in real life. I just kept whipping. (laughs) My wife's like, you're the worst. Play something else. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool, though. 40 bucks, guys. I'm telling you, it is hours of of fun. That's not bad. How is the mall doing? (laughs) Kenwood Mall is like, you drive by it. It's always busy. Really? Really? I don't like malls. Most of the malls I I go to, I like because they're like ghost towns and there are are just old people walking. Or stranger things, like some monster trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't, I can't, when I lived in Louisville, they had two malls down there that are both larger than any of the malls in Cincinnati. 
Huh. Really? Uh, and that was my first real experience of ever like going to the mall. Um, and then I came back here and I'd, I'd go to like Kenwood or, or, or Tri-County and I'm just like, this is barely a bazaar. Yeah. Like, yeah. This one place doesn't even have an Apple store. This isn't a mall. Like, what are you talking about? We had the Florence Mall with the water tower. That was oh, that was our yeah. big claim. Florence Mall? Yeah. You oh, know, the Florence yeah, yeah, y'all yeah, water yeah, tower. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, them. Yeah. See, now that one's a pretty decent size. Is that? I don't know. Why? It's all right. It's fine. I feel like this conversation is as useless as discussing which map is bigger, Skyrim or Elden Ring. Like, we, we have <laughs> I've played either one. It. I don't know. I can't. I can't <laughs> Skyrim I, I, was pretty big. Let's just keep throwing out things our guest has never heard of. <laughs> you know, I went to, I was a kid. My, we went to the Mall of Americas in Minneapolis. Did you? And we That's like played, the big, big one, right? It was the big, like, there's a roller coaster in it. Oh, okay. and yeah, yeah, I yeah. played virtual reality when it first came out. Oh, damn. And it was a bubblicious bubblegum virtual reality. And you put this headset on and you're, things, and you're shooting bubbles. Dude. And I was like, this thing is so cool. And then it <laughs> disappeared. They didn't like virtual reality. Like, I'm like, well, this is never going to be a thing. It, yeah. it lasted like maybe a year. It died. And now it's huge. Yeah. And then Mark Zuckerberg came along and he's going to build a whole new world. Yeah, that whole thing makes what, me disgusted. What was it, what did he call that? The the metaverse is the metaverse. what he wanted to, to call it. Um, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg saw a company that was starting to make VR viable for the consumer, a company called Oculus Rift, who yeah. had uh-huh. been making stuff for almost two decades. A while. Yeah. Developing VR for the consumer. And then Mark came in and goes mine <laughs> and he bought them and he goes all right now we're going to own the metaverse and then google and a few other companies were like ah we have money too <laughs> now there's a whole war for this whole digital space that doesn't fucking exist i don't understand what's going on in the world i don't get it uh, i'm investing in half life <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's that's my digital universe <laughs> At least you didn't say second life. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. At least in half No, life, that real estate is played out. <laughs> oh, man. So if it's not video games, what, what other do, things do you do to, like, for entertainment and to keep your dopamine flowing? Oh, my gosh. I'm tearing down I, your house. Yeah, other than the, that, kicking a I'm hole not, in a wall in frustration and deciding you'll turn it into something. And I'm currently working on our fireplace, redoing the <laughs> Doing the the, the different hearth, whatever the front, yeah. and then uh, our backyard. I'm trying to make it. When I bought the house, the previous owners had cemented over the complete, uh, completely cemented over the backyard. You could fit four cars back there. Are you serious? So over the years, Your I put choice. a fence up. Put big a, fans of four. A, there's a slant. That's the problem. Like you, so you can't. Whatever you do oh. back there, you got to make adjustments. You got to cut. Oh, so weird. Um, so we just built over time. My dad came down, and worked on it. We built a deck, a pergola, put nice. it in. Nice. And now I'm I'm making. I had a garden last year. I hardly grew anything, but I uh, took took that out, and I'm doing like a grass area for my son. So when he can actually go out and play in grass, if he has an area he can play in. There you go. That's so. Which is, but I'm enjoying. I see. I enjoy doing all that until it doesn't go well, and I I throw a hammer through a wall, and I <laughs> I, I sound like BT comic view. I'm just f bombs left and right. It's like it's like Cat Williams in my house. Like just. <laughs> How often during a project do you have meltdowns like that? Ever since my son was born, I've been very, I've chilled. I've mellowed. Okay. okay. I, I thought it was going to go the other you way. I was like, no, 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 no. that damn kid, I'm Today, just flying off the handle. <laughs> Today it's a new skylight. Been, <laughs> Today, 
that, yeah. T- today was a good day. I didn't. I mean, it, nothing. I mean, it was everything went the plan and that. And I, yeah. there's some things like I'll be, I'll be extension example, example like extension cord. I'm, I'm pulling that along. It'll catch something. It'll go into something that's not supposed to, and I gotta fix that. Right. I, I, I couldn't go back and do it if I tried. You ever had that situation? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, are you goddamn fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> seriously? Um, but ever since my son is born, like, I've I've chilled out. Even video games. I used to... F- I've broken controllers. Like, have you? Oh. Yeah. Which systems? Uh, Which games? Xbox 360 years ago. Okay. Are you a Halo right. guy? Yeah. I broke my glasses one time. Like, just, this is back when I lived in Chicago. Did you angrily take your glasses off? Oh, I, so I whipped them. I whipped them against the TV. No like, kidding. <laughs> I don't and even want to like, look at you. But I'm like, you know what? I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I have a kid, like, it's, it changes things. And I, um, and it, like, what do I do besides, like, the housework and that? It's, you know, I'm, I'm stay at home dad. So, like, all day, oh, every day right with my on. son. Hell yeah. And I think the first, the first day of the stay home dad, because it's, I, I love watching him. It's so much fun. But, like, my wife's like, are you, Drinking a glass of wine at two in the afternoon. I'm like, yeah, Hell yeah. Like, I, I need this. Um, but that's I like, but he's fun. I mean, he, he's. Would just, you judge me if I was in the tub? That, Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, he's great though. You gotta, you gotta follow him around. But he, now he just crawls everywhere and he's standing now. And oh, and, mobility's oh, yeah. terrifying. Uh, he's, he's, he's the best. I, I, I should show you a picture. Yeah, obviously, you, uh, listeners can't see this, but this is. We'll his. put it on the Instagram. Okay, I'll describe. I mean, if you want it. us to, describe <laughs> it. It's an aggressive stand. We'll put your child on our instagram we, we have other content that's <laughs> oh that's adorable he's got a little bucket hat on he's smiling bucket. he he Aww. hates he hates getting clothes on like you try to dress him and he he cries like Dude, a, this looks like a stock photo for like something. Like he's like he's he, an adorable. He's the cutest baby, and Seriously. I don't know. He's more my wife than me, obviously. Because look at me, I'm. Fucking <laughs> yeah, he ugly. has joy in his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> there's hope. There's hope. But like he did, I was I was folding his clothes in his room, and I put him in his crib, and I, I was like, here you go, you hang out with your little Paddington bear, and. Like you captured a moment of pure joy. Oh my god, he was so happy. Like that kid has had so no drugs. No, that is one hundred percent pure joy, and I'm jealous. And but he's half Puerto Rican, so he'll hold grudges. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But it's like it's so much fun. Like that's what I. But that's what I do every day, all day. And we'll go to the zoo. We'll go to the pool. Uh, Dude, to, that's to the aquarium, dope. and and it's it's a blast. But man, it is. We're older parents. I'm forty two. My wife is. I think she's 40. Um, she's close to 40. And I'll uh, pretend to edit that. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so, but, um, but like we're older parents, like we feel younger because of him, but now we understand why people have kids when they're younger because it's yeah. just so, so much energy. He's yeah. tiring you out. Every, up until about a week ago, he was awake. He wakes up every three or four hours. Actually, every Ooh. two to three hours. How old eat. is he? He's nine months. But he's still Jeez. nursing. Yeah. Because we were going to do formula, but the problem with that, like three babies died from formula. And there's a shortage of formula. And so, because there's bacteria in it. It's like, how the, how the hell do you screw that up? I mean, one baby is one too many. No kidding. So we're like, no formula. We make his food. My wife nurses. Now, when he, he the first two goes home, my wife wasn't producing at the time. So we had to do formula. And we gave him formula the hospital gave us. And then after we looked at the recall, that was a formula that they had recalled. <gasps> no kidding. We're like, that could have been our baby. Dude. So we're like, we're like, no formula. If, if he can get to 12 months, he can start drinking like regular milk. Yeah. Cool. So, um, but yeah, we're like, <laughs> so he, ba- babies who nurse are that typically is... smaller 
and they they eat more often at night. But now he's been sleeping like five hours straight, which that is was so which grim. is You're luxury. Like, if he makes it to twelve months, <laughs> yeah, that was a heavy way <laughs> that, to put that. Let me word that. Let me rephrase that. If, I didn't realize if, it was that dire. If my wife is still producing milk up so to 12 months, a, he makes it to 12 months. She makes it to 12 months. Against all odds, he claws oh his way to survival. <laughs> There's hammers flying everywhere. If he makes it to his outside area where it's safe. <laughs> hey, I give him a knife and let's see who wins. <laughs> At 11 months. Who's got that winning. grassy area fenced in where the dingoes aren't allowed? <laughs> <laughs> to spend oh. a night alone outside. <laughs> That's so the funny, raccoons. dude. Did you want to be like a stay-at-home dad? Was that ever a thought in your head? Like, yeah, that sounds like a sweet gig. I had always wanted the, like, I'd always wanted that. I think I've always wanted that. I see, like, moms, I'm like, that'd be so much fun because, you know, there's so much, um, you know, when you do daycare, people don't have, a lot of people don't have the luxury of having, like, you know, staying home with the kid. They have to do daycare. Yeah. And I was like, my my wife's at Procter & Gamble, so, like, we have the luxury of of I can actually stay home. That's um, nice. And it's great because you miss out so much. He's going to be our only one. We're not going to have any more because my wife's like, look, we're older parents. If we have another one, they might turn out like you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame her. I'm, I'm worried about that, too. So Were you a late stage baby? <laughs> that was, I had a lot of issues. Look at me. I mean, it's like, <laughs> so it's like it's it's um, just, it's great. It's it's wonderful. It's, I love it. Um, so it's it's been fun. I can do a lot of cool I stuff. I imagine your dad sells uncorking the last bottle. <laughs> ah, this is vintage. <laughs> They're going to stop making this pretty soon. <laughs> well, okay, so this, I have I have a bad habit of asking incredibly risky questions, but normally I do it with no thought. This yeah, time ahead. I'm thinking about it and I'm still going to ask. <laughs> go In your nine months of parenting, have you had any bombs? What do you mean by bombs? Parenting bombs? Yeah, parenting bombs. Comedy bombs? Any any failures? Any things where you're just like, oh, oh that was almost real bad. We drove. What are we? We didn't go very far. It was just down the street. This was a quick but answer. I'm excited. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this, is uh, this is like, what, what the fuck's wrong with me? Um, driving down the street. We weren't going very far. It wasn't on a busy highway, but it was it was a busy street. It was busy enough. We get home. I completely forgot to buckle in my son. He's just sitting in the car seat, no buckle. I'm like, oh, oh my. my gosh. And it's like, you know, when you're sleep deprived, you just forget, like you, you completely blank on things. Yeah, dude. And then I, ever since then, every time I put him in the car seat, I check his, his. Yeah. Car, you're triple checking, checking everything. everything. Yeah. The skydiving. Make sure the car seat, right. make yeah. sure the car seat's actually locked in there. And I'm, but I'm checking the tire pressure. Like, I'm like, <laughs> kicking it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm OCD too. So for me to miss that, that's a huge, I'm like, oh my God, what the hell is wrong with me? And then I've also left the house with the candle lit at time. Oh, Happened again last no. night. The candle was lit. <laughs> I get home like, oh my God, what is wrong? I mean, just. Isn't it relieving when you're the one that finds it though? <laughs> and it's not someone else that's just yeah. like, hey, just a heads up. You almost burned down our home because yeah. <laughs> I've had those conversations. I, <laughs> I might live a little more dangerously than I thought. I did. <laughs> the amount of times I'm like, yeah, uh, good morning. But Oven was lit all night. Oh, good thing. God. Nobody found out about that. <laughs> uh, pizza rolls are definitely done <laughs> <laughs> now. Like, but I look at it like, you know what? I mean, if it wouldn't because it's on a big candle holder. So 
so it wouldn't really if it went down to it burnt a candle went all the way down it would just go out but yeah but i like before sebastian was born I, like i would rethink this in my head like oh my what if this happened like now i'm like uh there's bigger things to worry about that that's something pretty big to worry about but that's something i wasn't around for so yeah i just just my mind is tired just always that's, tired. That's like a torture device that the military uses. That's why, sleep yeah. deprivation. Yeah. That's why they use it. I mean, yeah. there was. I mean, there were. There were nights. <laughs> he was first teething. He could not. You could not lay him. You can baby Tylenol. You only give. You can only give him so much. Right. And only does so much. And you lay him down. He's kicking and screaming because he's in so much pain. And you know when we have a tooth, like when I have a tooth, like just one tooth hurting, like it's yeah. the worst. So yeah. I had imagine to hold all of them trying to yeah. scream through your gum line. No, yeah. thank you. So I was up to like uh, four thirty in the morning just holding them so he could sleep. Oh, and then my wife's Good like, dad. my wife's like, I need to go to sleep. I think I think I'm gonna throw up because I'm so tired. I'm like, going. This is like at one in the morning. I'm like, go yeah. ahead, just I I got this, and I have trouble sleeping anyways. So I'm like, I, I'll take care uh, of it. Yeah. Four thirty could put him down, but man, it was brutal. That was the worst as far as teething. But it's all journey. It's all learning. It's. You sure you don't want to have another one? <laughs> we land. We're, we're good at one. We're good at one. And one is enough. What are, there's plenty of people. There's plenty there of people. There is plenty of people. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, other folks are making more. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, they're they're <laughs> crazy about that. They're just flying out. Yeah. yeah Some dude. people are having too many. They, they could, they could, you know, one, I saw a picture. It was like this guy with 10 kids and, and did uh, he look smart? I I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a fun to get all the kids Typical in one picture. Genius. <laughs> hey, when it was a when it that many kids in one picture, it was a, it was a, a far away picture. Right? Yeah, there wasn't yeah. room to hold up his Nobel and the, Prize. And the, meme, and the meme said, the meme said, this guy couldn't pull out of a driveway if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so your your wife is Puerto Rican. She's Puerto. Yeah, she's from. She. I would say she's. You, she's where she's real Puerto Rican. This? She's from the island. Uh, you're you're a Kiwi, correct? Is oh Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, you were yeah. from New Zealand. No, no, no. I grew up in Australia. You grew up in Australia? Yeah. How first, did I not know about first that? First 10 years right? of my life were spent in Australia. Like no kidding. Australia and here. So Dude. it was traveling back and forth, flying all the time. That's a commute. <laughs> yeah. Flying bro. Qantas. We flew Qantas. I remember I was, I think, eight years old or seven, whenever Rain Man came out. And Rain Man is not. <laughs> it was good. that the in-flight movie every single time. Rain Man, Rain Man is not a kid-friendly movie because no. there's a sex scene in the beginning. There's foul language and... And I remember on old, if you've ever been on 747s back in the day, there was no, no one had their personal TV. You had to watch one screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And Rayman was it. And we're flying Qantas. And at one, it's, and at one point, and Rayman goes, oh, we're not flying. We're going to fly Qantas. No, no wrecks, no, no crashes. And everyone cheered on the plane. <laughs> Yeah. But my mom's like, this is not a good movie to watch for you. But I, I remember one of the trips and I was old. I was probably my teens flying over to see my grandparents and the plant, the, the sound broke. So no one could have sound like you could watch it, but you couldn't hear anything. Did so you're on a flight, <laughs> you're on a 15 hour flight oh with God. no entertainment and they constantly feed you where you just get. You've, when you land, Back you feel bloated, like you feel awful. Oh my so, God. So um, 
And I, whenever I go back, I fly, I fly in New Zealand because you have to stop in New Zealand at one point. So your flight is broken up a little better. Mm. Yeah. It's but when I land in strength. Sydney or New Zealand in, in Auckland, I have to go on to Perth, which is where, uh, you know, my childhood, you know, where I grew up. With, like, you know, so you kid. were born in Australia. I was born in the United States. Well, well, why all the travel oh, back and forth? Born in the U.S. So I was born in Northwest Ohio, a little town called Defiance. Um, okay. And so cool. when, after I was born. <laughs> Metal as fuck. Fire! <laughs> So when I was born, and then after I was born, like we would go back to Australia because my mo- mother's from there, and then my okay, grandpa- gotcha. all my grandparents, my uncles were there. My grandparents, and my uncles were there. Gotcha. Um, and so we'd go back and see them, and then we'd fly back, and and it was a lot of. Sometimes my dad would go with us. Sometimes he stayed so he could run the business. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of. Um, there were trips that we took in a motorhome, hit all the southern states, most southern states. That's cool. Parked the motorhome in L.A., flew. Flew to Fiji, spent a weekend in Fiji, flew on to Perth, Sydney, then Perth, and then flew back, stopped in Hawaii, and then f- got back to the motorhome and hit the northern states. Holy shit. Okay, next question. What was the business your dad ran? <laughs> my dad ran a uh, heating and he, he retired. My brother's taking it over, but it's a heating and air conditioning business. Oh, okay. And okay. he would run it himself and he would hire, he would bring people on. We'd, we'd travel, we'd go overseas. He would hire people to come in like kind of take care of the business while he's gone. But yeah. then he quit doing that because they would just steal his business. So he, when he would leave, he's like, all right, he told his, his clients, he's like, his customers, like I'm going to be gone for three months or however many months. Um, I'm going to close down. Yeah. If you need something, you can call this guy, but if you don't need anything, I'll be back. I'll, I'll, I'll take, you know, just leave a voicemail, uh, answer, answer machines at the time. Yeah. I'll, I'll check and I'll, I'll get with you as soon as I can. So that was kind of what they, what he did. It's mm. crazy that he would bring people in to like watch things for him. And then they would just run off with his business. Like, that's oh, so yeah. underhanded. Yeah, it's so it's, underhanded. I mean, it's, but they would, they trust, my dad's very you, trustworthy. That's they, how you climb that corporate ladder. That's, <laughs> yeah. There's By not a whole lot on of the nice faces guys of everybody. The He's very trustworthy. <laughs> they told him where those key, the key to the house was. He'd go and do the job and leave. And, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty tight, dude. That's an interesting way to grow up. Shows in, I'm at Zany's in Chicago on the 18th through the 21st. Um, eight to no, twentieth, whatever, and then while I'm there, I have to go and renew my Australian passport because you can't; they won't let me do it online. You have to actually go in in person and do it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, why does that have to happen in Chicago? There's a consulate there. Oh, that it makes was Chicago sense. or DC. And those I are the think, only two places. Because I'm going to be in Chicago. I, you can. Uh, it depends on the area. If I since I'm in Kentucky, in Kentucky, DC is my region. But uh, since I'm going to be in Chicago, things have changed, and I can go do it in Chicago. Wait, does, like a U.S. passport, can that not get you to Australia? Or you can still go, but I, I reason I'm keeping two passports up is I'm going to try to get my son his citizenship in Australia. And uh, then um, another reason is because my grandparents survived the camps during World War II, Polish Catholics. My grandfather fought against the Russians, thrown into a, a Russian death camp, escaped, shot by a Nazi, thrown into a prison camp. And my grandmother was in a slave camp. And so they always Whoa. said, and they, they, so they... They were they loved American soldiers because they were liberated by American soldiers at their camp, and then they met in a refugee camp, and then they spent four years in a refugee camp called Hoffenfels, which is a which is an American base in Germany, and uh, and so they they spent four years there, and then they immigrated to Australia after the war. So my my grandparents always said like if you can have two passports, two citizenships, keep them both because if there's ever a war and you need to go somewhere, they'll take the citizens first before they take immigrants. That's really well, smart. Like I, that's their version of just keeping a few gold cougarans around in case. Like right, yeah. that's really smart. Yeah. So because of that, and I, it, I want to do it for me and for my son, and also just from like what my, grand, what my grandparents went through. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't want 
this to take away from the weight of what you said, but you have lived a young Indiana Jones life. <laughs> we don't talk about the crystal skull. We don't talk about that one. No, no. The TV show that they made and was unsuccessful. We can discuss that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you were like jet setting around. You've got like adventure grandparents. Did you keep traveling like after? Yeah, I've been to, been to 49 states. Haven't been to Alaska. Only state I haven't been to is Alaska. Oh, and, Alaska. And I've been to, uh, I think, 15 or 16 countries. So That's amazing. Holy cow, yeah. dog. You get around. Where's your favorite place you've been outside the U.S.? Um, your grandma's Spain house. Spain is really good. <laughs> Poland. Poland's. I love Poland. It's very underrated. Really? Yeah, it's very. It's a cheap place. Still a cheap place to go. Uh, a lot of my cousins still live there, but what, Spain is one of my favorite countries to go to. What's your Iceland favorite part cool. about Poland? Like, yeah, that's an interesting review that it's underrated and cheap. Those two things. Poland, my, my <laughs> wife had never been to Poland until she went with me. And then like, she's like, I really like Warsaw and Krakow. Krakow really? is a really cool. The city square is like the biggest in Eastern Europe, but huh. it is is a beautiful, cool city. Um, what's the vibe there? Like, what are the people like? We, we talking nice. People they love, they love Americans. Really? Because they still remember America liberating them in, in World War Two. No kidding. Yeah. And they, sure. and America helped bring down the wall. I'll take some credit for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it Poland? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, um, there's, so they, and also getting the wall down, uh, when Reagan brought the wall down in, in Berlin, oh, that yeah. opened up Poland. Cause I after think David Hasselhoff did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That video was great. He's saying about freedom, and then the wall fell. The biggest, the, the biggest mistake America did at the end of the war was they gave Poland to Russia, and then Russia just brought. And they, they, I mean, it was awful. They would come and take everything. They'd take all the food. They take, and so people were, they ate. They made what they could out of what yeah. they had. Like there's a lot of cabbage. There's a lot of cabbage in Eastern Europe because that's one of the things that could survive a winter in jars. Or wow. and it, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. That is a weird New stereotype. For you go and it's interesting when you go to these countries and and like a lot of the traditional food is like this is what they survived on when the Russians took everything from them. Yeah, my my cousins have always had issues with Russians. You know the government that they always kind of. They're just, I don't know. I don't think it's going out of style. No, it's not. Yeah. Russia's always been Russia. It's the, the people are good. It's just the government is awful. So Yeah, yeah that seems to be the, the thing. The people, yeah, yeah, the people are good. The That's typically a lot of them around the world. Like, it's just, it's the governments that suck. The people are good. It's just the government that's terrible. Yeah, people who like telling other people what to do generally shouldn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. kind of the trend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times have you seen it in literature and, and TV and, and all of the stories? that we create the best leaders are always the ones that are like no i don't want it i don't want the crown seriously no i'll run away during the yeah. second act so that i come back to be the king in the third act but i don't want the crown fucking john <sighs> snow <laughs> i don't want it <laughs> shut up and take your crown the season's a disaster already uh, we can't have you being a little bitch about it couldn't even die <laughs> Oh man, let's talk. Let's talk some of your comedy stuff, man. So, like, where, right. where have you been? Uh, are you doing like a lot of shows now that things have calmed down, uh, COVID-wise? How how busy? Yeah, are it's you? been good. Up Hell until, yeah! Up until um this this weekend, I've been busy with shows. Like past seems like past couple months. Dope, dude. For the weekends, it's been nice. Yeah, and I'm doing um and shows coming up. I'm excited about Chameleon. I'm back Chameleon again this Wednesday. And dope. Um, and then uh, next Wednesday doing um if I can remember it now. Uh, 
I can't remember now. Yeah, there's a show Wednesday. Look out and then for the him. next Google Wednesday. The we'll, get his, next we'll get his Wednesday? socials at the end. You can I'm follow him. My calendar. <laughs> uh, it's been I'm good, man. To think of when to it's, say shows. You know, it's when you get when you're doing shows. I still feel like I. So I went down and did. Um, uh, oh, next Wednesday is and two Wednesdays is Zanies. I'm at Zanies in Chicago downtown. Which is <laughs> oh yeah. I'm so okay. I've been working so hard to get in that room. It's such a cool room in Old Town, like the original Zanies. Where, when oh, can awesome. we meet you at the consulate? Uh, <laughs> Thursday, come on oh, Thursday. Right. I got we'll a, I got an appointment on Thursday. But um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of shows. I feel very fortunate. I went, when I went down, did Off the Hook in Naples, Florida, which <laughs> apparently is the retirement community of Florida. I didn't know that until everyone came to oh. the show and they're like 80. No How do you get all to elderly that? people? You don't. <laughs> you just do, you do 45 everything. minutes and you they kind of eat it a little bit. <laughs> and then the manager's like, hey, the good set. I'm like, really? Were you at the same show? You're like, yeah. <laughs> Look, they watching? don't laugh right away. A couple of days later, they'll send them like, oh, we enjoyed the show. But you get positive emails. It was weird. But, um, <laughs> all your bits are like, <laughs> Do you or someone you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, of applause if you've got a jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like I was headlining that room and it was cool because I had my picture up and everything. And it's one of the it was it's a nice room, and it just felt like imposter syndrome. Like you ever, yeah. I don't know if you ever experienced that. Like I don't oh, yeah. I don't feel like it deserved <laughs> to be here. And uh, it was it was good. It was a good show. Um, but uh, but yeah. It, Long story short, it's been it's been good, been busy. So. Do, you, do you deal with imposter syndrome a lot? How often does that plague you? It plagued me the first few times I was headlining room, and then I after, see that. and after that, you yeah. kind of get like, okay, well, I can I can hold my own. Yeah, um, they did laugh pretty much the whole did. time. They I did, did laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it's been it's been nice. It's been a luxury. It's been I feel very lucky, very fortunate because there's a lot of comics working a lot of. A lot of good comics out there. So, where did you headline first? The first headlining gig I had, um, it would have been like the small shows, like local shows. Like, um, was it a full forty-five or was it like it was a full forty-five? Okay, and I was really it pushing to get there, like stretching a little bit, got a stretch, yeah. yeah. And then you know, and then obviously the more you write, the better stuff coming out. And it's it's hard to write because I'll go to a coffee shop to write. My son is is crying. I go, I gotta go because people are trying to work. But yeah. um, have you tried asking his opinion, like for like word economy? <laughs> this is funny. We're at the we he to, seems to get his point across with just a sound. So <laughs> yeah, we went for his. Uh, I think it was a six month checkup, and the doctor's like, "Does he laugh?" I'm like, "I mean, I, I do my entire routine." <laughs> I get nothing out of him. He just, he just looks at me. I don't know if he laughs, but he has no sense of humor. <laughs> Adam Minnick took a real Sam Kinison approach after he started. <laughs> I, I, I do remember like the first headlining gig I did was the Aloft Hotel down in Louisville. Oh, um, hell yeah. Uh, uh, Craig Ewing, who books that. Yeah, yeah. He had me headline it, and I was I think I was doing like 40, 45, and it was... But it was kind of tough because they had he had a bunch of comics ahead of me, and so I think they, I want to think the audience is tired. Part of it was like my stuff wasn't as good as it could have been. You know, yeah. you, you I get mean, better. How long have you been doing yeah. it at that point? Oh, I've been doing at least fifteen years. Okay, but there are opportunities, <laughs> but my opportunities to headline were not there yet. Gotcha. Because so I didn't feel confident to enough to ask time. to headline. I was right. like, oh, I'll be a feature. I want to do a feature. Yeah. And then like I, I got to push to do headlining, and uh, and lately, so I've done. A um, couple places I've done it. Would, I love doing is at Gutty's Comedy Club, which is outside of Indianapolis. Yeah, dude. it's clean comedy, but man, it's weird because people bring their kids to the show. That is that's weird. a different vibe. And when you have like eighth graders in in the in the the 
parents don't react like they should, because this stuff I was doing that's really good. I love doing, and they're not reacting like they they should be because they're hanging on every single word. So if they don't, that was oh, a joke. Their kids, they have to explain to the kid, and yeah. it's not a, a, an enjoyable ride home. Um, I'm doing I'm doing Guardians in Minneapolis in first weekend of June. Um, and I signed a contract that if I say one bad word, they'll cut the mic and I'm fired. Really? Because they had an open micer one night who was dropping f bombs left and right. And did he just not know? He, no, he knew. It's a, that's a, it's known a clean, clean comedy room. club. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that's not. And you don't curse at guys. Right. <laughs> the owner slash manager Kyle Yamada, he, he in the lobby, he ripped into this kid. Like, I mean, what are you doing? Like, now we're gonna get reviews. Like, people, these people, you're affecting they the places. They brought kids to the open mic. Yeah. On an, on the other hand, like. My parents would have never taken me to a comedy. Even if it's a clean comedy right. show, they would have never taken me to a cl- comedy club. It's weird how things are different. Things have changed now. Yeah. Have you always done clean comedy? Yeah. Okay. So there was yeah. never a point where you considered. No, I, I I did do a book show and I was I was headlining it, but I was only doing like twenty minutes because there were probably like twelve comics on it, and right. none of them knew who I was. Yeah. So I was like sitting in front row, just watching, just being supportive, and they're like picking on me. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. And so I get up there and I just, at this point, <laughs> I just didn't give a shit. I'm like, I'm just going to just, I don't care. I'm going to make fun of everyone. And yeah. Like, I'm like, let's just sum up tonight's show. Mom, my dick's tiny. Oh, I never get laid. I'm like, I'm fat. Like that's like, and it went, it went really well, like better than I thought it would. <laughs> you know, we, a couple, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking with Lee about comedy PTO. Those moments when you're just like, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> You're not getting my jokes. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to yeah. shit on the stage right now, and this is for me. <laughs> that was, dude, I'm so glad you had that moment. <laughs> and I'm so glad you were able to have that moment and it go well. It went well. And yeah. it was, here's another uh, story. I was doing, um, I was in Stockholm, Sweden, uh, headlining this room. It was another headline gig. Um, and it was a Sunday night, and it's packed. Cool. Sunday night is the night for comedy in Sweden, which I know it's called the Big Ben Pub. Which is a Swedish bar, but it's it's a sweet it's obviously Stockholm, but it's fashioned after like a London pub. Oh, and so okay. the basement is a comedy club, and every there's about four comics ahead of me, and they're all speaking in Swedish, and I'm like, uh, and I'm nervous. I have my Fitbit on, my heartbeat. I was <laughs> it looked like I was running a marathon. My heart was like, what? Your I'm gonna just like do it. I'm gonna do down. my entire act, and they're gonna not know what the hell is going. On. <laughs> And I asked the the host, I the the host, I go, what do I what do I do? These they're not gonna understand me. They go, no, just just do your thing and you'll be fine. I mean, they, and so I did it and it went really well. Really, and I, I afterwards I go, how did this work so well? I mean, I, I'm not doing it in Swedish and English. I mean, there's like a language barrier, like a translation barrier. And he goes, well, everyone has to learn learn English, and everyone watches Comedy Central. So they really? understand American humor and it's a really fun show. It was a really good show. Do you do a lot of like international shows like that? I've done a couple. Yeah, I've done a couple international shows. Um, when I'm going to be overseas, I'll, I'll, I'll send my information to get booked. And uh, nice. it's a lot of fun. Now, the, the taxi ride home was scary because the taxi driver locked my car, locked the doors until oh. I paid to get out. And apparently, <laughs> people just run out. They don't pay. They just run out. Oh my so, god! Yeah. Drive and dash. You think this could have gone a lot nice. worse? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. There is a nice country. I enjoyed it, but um, yeah. So it's, it's Do you have to like cater your act 
a lot to the country you're in when you do that. You kind of like pick on some things that are that you notice. Just like and the they, they get it. They get it. Yeah, they get it. So they yeah. Fuck so. the room with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mayonnaise on fries. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I, I can't imagine being in a situation where you're terrified that no one's going to understand what you're saying because of a yeah. language barrier. It's, like I'm I'm usually worried like, oh, they're not gonna like me. I'm the same way. Every show I do, I'm like, they're not gonna like this. Like you are that yeah. always that mm. self doubt, like beating yourself up before yeah. the show. Um but it's kinda like I mean I I don't know if you've done this before, but I've had shows where I'm like, I'm gonna kill and I've bombed. And then other these shows are like, I'm gonna yeah. eat it and I do well. So yeah. <laughs> crazy. It's, it's usually it's, the yeah. opposite of what you think. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. Expectation is just it's it's just like you should just plan for the opposite. Oh, I feel good about this. I feel good going up here. I'm gonna go home feeling <laughs> shit. <laughs> and that's the how the equation balances yeah. itself out. Yeah. Uh, I believe in karma just because of that. Maybe it's <laughs> do you think it's because when you go up there thinking you're going to do bad you're more more vulnerable and people respond to that and they don't like the cockiness of like yeah i think that's up here possibly yeah i think that's part of it yeah um but i i I don't know there's a similar thing with uh i at least i've noticed where like if you get a hold of a bag of weed and the dealer says like yo man this is the shit it'll knock you on your dick and then you go home and you smoke it and you're like this was just what he you says gave. that every time right exactly it's <laughs> not that big of a deal versus and, and your dealer's your dad <laughs> dad so weird why does dad always want to knock me on my dick <laughs> but yeah no expectation has a lot to do with it it's got to be some sort of psychological thing where the mm. crowd's cluing into the energy that you're bringing yeah and they're just not vibing with it because it's an overcome confident thing but i've also had those moments where i'm like this feels exactly the way that it's supposed to not yeah. like an overconfident thing yeah. like i'm gonna right, go but crush but like it's going well the room's here for it everyone's going well. like the show's going well i'm yeah. feeling that energy like th- i i think if I, as long as i don't fuck this up this is gonna go fine that's yeah. my mindset in those types of shows like this show's going really well Oh no! I'm gonna fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It, it's going well, and you find the one person in the audience who does not enjoy what you're doing, and yeah. you can't and not you can't, look at them. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that. That's that's comedy. Do um, you talk to them? What's your move in that situation? My move is to just get them. Try to get them laughing. Like, yeah. Uh, I did. I was in caravan a couple few weeks ago. Love the caravan. Oh, it's a cool room, but man, it's by stage right. There was a older, he's like in his 50s. She's like 22 and they're making out during the entire show. <laughs> I'm, I'm down there featuring. You were like, not going to get him, bro. And <laughs> what happened was I kept, I, I just ignored him. The headliner's like, his name is Daryl. He's like, just, just ignore him. Don't pay attention to him. I'm like, all right. So they I was bought doing a thing. ticket. They're fine. And the couple next to them were just so distracted. Everyone's distracted by them because they're talking, making out. T- groping. How do you not address that? So then I turn to them and I'm like, hey, could you guys like not do this? Like it's it, you're kind of taken away from the rest of the people. They're trying to enjoy the show. If you didn't bring enough to share with the whole class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then after I said that, then I and I turned to the rest of them, I go, look, she's not gonna laugh at me. She's gonna stare at me the whole time. Horribly <laughs> she could have been yeah. out of her mind and she was on something. And he's a pharmaceutical rep, he said. Oh, so she God. could have been on something. I think she was on something because she could have just went off out of her mind and attacked. I uh, 
I tried to do crowd work one time and there's a lady who was talking and she, she had on a hat. And then when I went to like say, Hey, oh, nice no. hat, like not bad, just like engaging. Yeah. She was on her phone and didn't notice that I said it. Oh <laughs> no, God. It's like the, uh, I love you. And then she didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she goes and gets the vacuum or something. Like, oh, well, that's a strange response. There's that sign foot up. That. There's a sign foot episode where George said, I love you. And, and then he, she didn't say it back. And he found out that she, She's actually deaf in that ear. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Uh, So we we're, we're getting to the point where we need to get uh, a definitive. No, everyone can go back. I have a time machine. (laughs) Uh, How do you think I haven't been canceled? (laughs) (laughs) No. Do you have like a a definitive bomb story in your head? One that you brought to the table just just for us. This is one that just it. It doesn't haunt me, but I still remember it. I'll never forget this. I w- Do you know who Gina Brion is? And she's on America familiar. Got Talent. She's one of the finalists. She's Puerto Rican, so my wife loves her. Okay, know, okay she's, yeah. But she's very funny, uh, a sweetheart. And so she, after every show, she would do a Q&A. She does her 45 minutes, and then right away she does Q&A. Okay, a little engagement. I like that. So I was hosting. It was a funny bone up in Westchester. Mm-hmm. I was hosting that weekend. Gary Mankey. You guys know who Gary Mankey is? Name sounds familiar. If you know comics, you've been as long enough. Ask him who Gary Mankey is. And he he actually got... He's out of his mind. He actually <laughs> took... He got kicked out of a Waffle House because he took the extinguisher off the wall and sprayed down the restaurant. I mean, he is... We got to get this guy on the show. <laughs> he, oh, my God. You, if you can track him down. Yeah. But if you he's ask off me, the grid. You ask anyone, <laughs> anyone who's been in comedy long enough, they know who Gary Mankey is. Everyone's worked at the guy. So he was featuring... Um, Gary finishes and... I, I bombed my entire host set. Bombed it. Nobody liked me. I I go take the microphone after Gary's over. And I like, give it one more time for Gary Mankey. And, and I go, hey, uh, get for your weight staff. And as I say that, the microphone cuts. There's no no power to, this, to the mic. And I'm like, all right. So I'm, and I yell out back to the... the because it's, it's a, a decent distance from the stage, the mm. sound box, you know, the, the, yeah. the what they got. And I go, I just sound, I go... We're working on it. Just, you know, I'm like, okay, so I got to, I got to stall. So I'm like, I'm doing do more mine. material. I'm do more time. They do, I'm doing more time to a Without crowd a that hates me. And they're like mic. yelling at me. They're yelling mean stuff to me. <laughs> and I go, look, I go, you guys paid a lot of money for this ticket. You had to buy two items, uh, parking in that. You had to find parking, get a babysitter. So wait, I am they going, hate you and you're reminding them how I'm hard it was. What's going on. <laughs> I go, look, I go, this is a, you're going to want, I want to, I want you to, to enjoy Gina the most you can because you're going to love her and I'm just going to tell to stall until they can get the sound working. Um, and they're just yelling like, you suck. Get off oh stage. Turn the radio back on. <laughs> oh, it is brutal. Shit. And I'm just doing more jokes, yelling my jokes. <laughs> and it is the most. And then as, so Gina went on stage. Minute 45, she goes, all right, thanks for coming. Good night. Walks off stage. She, and she walked off stage. She's like, she came out to me in the green room. She's like, I have never seen an audience knowing the situation. Because I explained it like the sound doesn't work, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just, I'm stalling until you get it going. I know you, I want to make this a great night for you. And they're just brutal. That's... And she's like, I've never known an audience like that. You handle it like a pro. Like I probably would have ran off stage crying. I'm like, 
my job as a host is to warm them up and eat shit if I have to. Take, right. Take the bullet. Yeah, yeah. Get everyone paying attention in the same direction. That's your whole job. And right. that's a kind of, that's a show like. And get you, the names right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's also important. Right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Um, that's I'm looking back at my host weekends. <laughs> Lee Kimbrell still haunts hey, me, bro. Holy I was shit. bringing up a friend of mine, Brian Hicks, and I said, "Hey, one more time." And I all weekend we worked together, and in the last show on it was like the last night. It is the last show. When second you get your show Saturday, Always. second show Saturday, go hey, give it. Um, what, please get off your feature, Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna say Brian, and then like he's like Prince or yeah, right. or, it's like share or share. Like <laughs> he, he has a last name. <laughs> he thought it was funny, but uh, but yeah. So and another story because like, so that weekend of Funny Bone that that night that didn't bother me because I knew they hated me anyways. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I could have done to make yeah. them like me. Right. And uh, other than the story was I was doing Zanies. I was featuring Zanies, and it used to be it was called I think. Um, St. Charles, it's in an, uh, a fa- it used to be in a family, like, uh, resort. Okay. It's, pr- it's pretty old and worn down now, but pe- okay. families still go out. There's a good time. It's affordable. And they had a comedy, and Zanies had a comedy club, and you had to go through an, uh, an old silo, because it used to be an old barn, old farm. So the comedy club is in this, this room, and it's a decent size. And for about two months prior to the show, I was having great shows. Everything was going well. Not every show, but it, I was was probably doing 85% well. Yeah. yeah. You're building momentum. So I'm like, you know what? They're going to like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a tough crowd. It's suburban Chicago. It's a very nice area. So it's going to be, very, it's just, it's, it's awesome when it's you look boring. over an audience and, and it's you're like, boring. these are my people. I don't care who else is on the show, these but are my these people. folks are going to get me. And they're also, it's also a boring area too. Anyway, they so I was doing the show. They also stay at home dads. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so it was, it, I, I'm like, I'm going to do well. The show's going to go around. I have five shows and that. And then I like eat shit like Thursday night. Oh, for a show Friday, for a show Saturday it goes terrible. <clears throat> and then like it's the second show Friday, which is typically not a good show for me because it's, if you know, like comedy clubs, crowds on the second show Friday that are tired they're drunk they're they just they don't want they should have went home and watched it <laughs> should have went home yeah. it's typically not a good show yeah uh that was an okay show i felt weird okay yeah and then second show saturday uh i was just like what the f- i don't give a fuck anymore i'm just gonna do new stuff up front I'm gonna, and it went better than it than in the rest of the weekend but it was just it was i bombed three of the five shows that's really buff and i did just okay the two shows and just take that as a victory like and you you go back to a town like why am i a comedian why am i doing this yeah. this is not you guys i i'm sure other people felt the same way when they don't do well but like i've had three out of five shows were bad shows what am i doing and my buddy brian's like well it's it's a tough room that zany's is a tough room mm. yeah but uh, yeah, those were uh, a couple of bombing stories. What, what do you think it was about that room? Is it just like the area? I think it was. Uh, I do jokes how I, people think I'm Jewish. People think I look like I'm Jewish, and they didn't really like that very much. I think it was like not maybe not white guilt, but it was. I don't know. People who are white but not Jewish, where they're like, "Hey, you can't say that." They're like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It probably yeah. like that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know when a show doesn't go well. I don't know why. Sometimes I do know why. Sometimes they just don't like my stuff. And sometimes it's it, a lot of times it's me. I'll usually take the blame for a lot of shows that don't don't go well. 
Yeah, there um, there are kinds where it's like sometimes you'll be like, okay, I said that weird thing and it right. alienated everyone. Yeah, and that's the reason. But sometimes you just get a group of people together where you're not their cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, they're not your vibe. You can't they're do anything other like than you. be a different person. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe you know they they maybe they just wanted dick jokes at night. You know, there's crowds. I mean, I've I've seen I've done okay, and a comic goes up after me, does dick jokes, and just kills it. Mm. So, dick, dick jokes will kill in the right situation. Yeah, I do. I do. Literally, this one, figuratively, <laughs> metaphorically. I do this one joke where um, I talk about like my dad let me play an installation when I was a kid, like because it was pink and fuzzy. I was like, play it. That's be fine in that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And I walked in the house. I'm, I'm itching. I'm just wearing shorts. It's like six years old at the time, and I'm I walk in the house. My mom's like, "Did you learn anything?" I'm like, yeah, I learned that. I learned that dad's not a good parent. Like that's <laughs> my use as a cleaner version. But I go and, and another version I do is I go and then dad, dad's a dick. <laughs> right. And then they really laugh at that joke. I'm like, oh, they like me. They like the swearing a little yeah, bit, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really swear in my act. I do a new joke. I love doing is about my wife taking me out for my birthday. And I go, um, I was turning 42 and, and she was taking me to Pep and Dolores and OTR. It was a really great restaurant. And she goes, hey, you might want to cancel it because it's supposed to get three inches of snow tonight. And I'm like, baby, you're getting six inches. <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, who's coming over? <laughs> and that's my new like favorite dirty joke. But it's like, I feel like I can do that if there's children because they won't understand. Like It, three it follows six. the Shrek laws where you're not saying any words that they're going to repeat yeah. to offend anyone. Yep. And it's a concept that they're, they, they can hear all those words in that order and they're not going to hear anything that's going to break their brain. They or might teach them anything. They might think, oh, six inches of snow. Like, precisely. She didn't expect there to be that much snow. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, you, you, yeah, like that, that's. that's Ray Romano does does it so he's he's great at it but he talks about like being in the shower and like uh oh remember the, the girl from the subway oh okay we got to do this and like <laughs> there's he, a he, there's an art to subtly dancing around and without so actually good saying at it. it yeah like i i don't have that skill like i i either hit very horrific blue things with a hammer and it's like was <laughs> yeah. that a joke or was that like from a manifesto you found or I'm just like, well, I'll just talk about myself because no one can argue with that and no one's going to punch me for talking about me. <laughs> and what inadvertently happened is like I accidentally ended up like way cleaner than I've ever meant to be. I didn't make a decision to like be a clean comic. Yeah. Okay. But like the, the not to brag on myself, but the <laughs> president of the municipality of Colrain offered me a job after the comedy contest. <laughs> It really? was like, I really like your stage presence and I really appreciate your clean comedy. I close, my closer is about eating pussy. So I don't really know. Like, did he take a bathroom break? He's like, two jokes. I like this guy. I'm going to give him my card. Excuse me, honey. I'm going to go urinate for four minutes because I'm 59. <laughs> oh, but not to rag on, on Colrain, but you know, it wasn't a paying gig. Colrain! <laughs> hey, where was the gay guy? It was just like an emceeing some sort of event. It's just like, come be a personality and like host this thing that's oh, happening. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was nice to be offered, but it was yeah. like, I don't, I, if I'm going to, I'll do comedy for free, but I'm not going to yeah. do not comedy <laughs> for free. Yeah. <laughs> the worst yeah, right, part right. of comedy <laughs> and you don't do material. The <laughs> closest I'll get to not comedy for free is dressing up like the Grinch for my family during Christmas. <laughs> and it's like, my mom did pay $200 for the suit and I feel a little obligated. <laughs> <laughs> made sure to buy the suit before she asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Dude, so one of the things that we like to do at the end of the episodes are get some words of wisdom from our guests. We're bringing it back. We're doing it every week. Yeah, I, I liked wow. it. I liked it the last time we did it. <laughs> so what, what would you like to share with our, our audience? And it doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be heartfelt, uh, but it also doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be funny. Um, I think words of wisdom would be, just from my experiences, would be to, um, I think, just like travel if you can oh hell yeah get out yeah. you know that's a good country, one to go take to another country like um it's there's so much out there there's so much to learn from then you go to these countries that they have way less than you have and you're like man i'm life's pretty good over here right yeah. we were in peru for a honeymoon and we were this old two old ladies that were like outside the church they i mean we gave them all the money we had because like these women there's no government to help them out and there's skin and bones so plus like, it was easier than getting dollars back at the bank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because in, in Lima, Peru, there's a Chile that has valet parking. <laughs> what? I know it's insane. <laughs> it is insane. I tell you though, like in Peru, was, Peru was gr- crazy because we had uh, we went to Machu Picchu and everything, but we had altitude sickness. My wife, she really? says she hallucinated saw like uh, Peruvian Incan men in her room at night. What? Like dancing around, but like hallucinating from the lack of oxygen. Holy cow. We got back from Machu Picchu the next day. Her legs were red because there's not enough oxygen to, to heal all the all the muscle. You know, oh, all yeah. Um, but the thing that got us through the whole altitude sickness is called the cocoa, the cocoa, the coca, uh, coca leaf, coca, uh, which is you cannot leave Peru with it because that's how they make cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. The, the story behind that is when the Spanish went into Peru, they were starting to burn all those those bushes, the coca plant. Right. And then they noticed that the Spanish were getting, the the, the conquistadors were getting sick from altitude sickness, and the Incas were run up on these steps. And the only thing that helped them was chewing on these leaves all day. And it's and you can make a tea out of it, which is actually very good, mm. but that you can't have it after 3 o'clock in the afternoon because you'll have insomnia. Like, well, of course, it's, 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 it's cocaine you grow yeah. in the ground. But it's like <laughs> there's baskets all over the city. Wherever you're in Peru at the high altitude, you just take and chew on these leaves. For real? It's just take, like a common free courtesy? To take, yeah, free to take. Free to get addicted M- to. Cocaine. <laughs> you, I'm telling you, Peru is no joke. You would walk, I'd walk 20 feet and be winded. Like I couldn't, really? I, like, I had to take a break. It is insane. Hell yeah. But like you do that, you see people like that. Like these people, there's no government to help them out and like, we have it so good here in America compared. I mean, there's a government that if you're poor, there's a government that gives you f- food. You yeah. Get food yeah there's there's a whole there's systems get, in place. You to can make go sure to a food bank start. and you can have like a card and it'll just give you food. I yeah. Mean, or you could live in Peru and, and watch Americans give you money like yes. once a week. But you do Last get trip. that free cocaine. I told you where the basket of leaves were. Please, my tooth aches. I need something. It's, it's like the opposite of the American government. Like, look, the government won't get you food. They want you to have cocaine. Yeah. Holy shit. And I guess I guess another part of wisdom, I, just from my experiences, after what we went through with COVID and everything, yeah. like if you want to do it, go do it. Don't wait. Yeah, dude, the time do is now. Not wait, the you, time is now. Unless know. the government says stay inside, go do yeah. it now. Go do it now. <laughs> yeah. Add a minute. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming oh, out. Wait, this was uh, a blast. Did you have any other plugs? See, this is why oh, I have a co-host. Oh, I do. Yeah, the, yeah. Thank God Luke is yeah. here. Yeah. I would have kicked you out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a dry bar special that's out now, Hell which yeah. I'm excited that's about. That's right. But here's the thing. I watched, okay, when I got home from the tape in a year and a half ago, because it takes that long, sometimes it takes five years to get them released for some really? people. Yeah. Oh. 
So they just I, get lost in the wires. They like. just they just work on it, and sometimes they decide to let release some sooner than others. I gotcha. So I I did the thing. I felt really good about this. I felt really good about it, and then I got home, and my wife's like, "Do you want to watch it?" Still have it saved in my phone. I'm like, "I do not want to watch it. I I will tear it apart." Yeah. And yeah. So and then sent me the rough copy a year ago. Like, hey, check it out. It's gonna be released this fall. I'm like, awesome. Oh, what's the name of the special? Here it is. Um, it's uh, uh it's so I was like, all right. So I like it. Looks great. Everything's the way it is. Um, and then here's the title. And they go, all right, we'll be out this fall, like September, October. September, October came. Nothing. I it, so I emailed. I go, hey, oh. is there gonna be a, a Yo, follow up? Bar, where's my <laughs> shit? And they go, and I, this is last last fall. I go, I want to follow up, see if anything's okay. It's gonna be a release date yet. They go, oh, it's probably got. Pu- it's gonna get pushed back to the spring of 22. I'm like, I think wind out of my sails. Like I was so like I was <laughs> kind of de- not devastated, but I was pretty bummed out. And That's then, a big, but then I'm like, you know what? Back. I'm like, all right, great, thank you. She's like, we'll let you know when it's about to get released. I'm like, okay. Um, and so working caravan, the host goes, Hey, I can't wait to wait, see your special in May. I'm like, what are we talking about? He goes, yeah. <laughs> so I looked at, there's like a tipping video you do to get tipped at the end of your video. It's a separate video. And it said May 2nd. And I'm oh. Like, oh, okay. So then I didn't even know it's coming out. This guy told me, and then they emailed me that Sunday, the day before it's coming out. <laughs> and I know. Um, but I watched it now. I'm like, eh. I'm satisfied. I, I'm glad I did it. I'm so happy. But my jokes are so much better now. Stuff about my son. I love doing it. a year doing. and a half ago. I know. But yeah. there's a lot of development. I know. But you, know, you guys know how it is. You, you, you tape something. That's going to happen. And it went well. Special. But then you watch it and you tear it apart. And yeah. and uh, one lady wrote, I love reading the comments when you can still read them. Because there's a point where they cut off the comments. They stop letting comments. And then they put it on YouTube. And they cut pieces here and there. Ah, right, right, right. Like I do stuff about it being a teacher. They'll probably have like for teacher week next year. Right. They'll have right. my clips like, you know, and, uh, and I apparently make money off of that too. When people oh, that's watch tight. It. So, um, but yeah, one lady wrote, uh, too dry and not enough laughs. It's like, well, first of all, I filmed during the height of the pandemic, <laughs> half attendance, <laughs> half capacity, and half the, more than half the people were wearing masks. So that muffles a lot. Yeah. I remember Nate Bargatze had a special and it was outside and people wearing masks. I remember and it was that very special. muffled laughs. Very, yeah. yeah. Very great. It's a great special, but muffled laughs. So, um, but yeah, so and one, another comment was, I suffer from insomnia, but this guy fixed it. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. And that's, I'm not even offended. That's Did actually, that's just special? funny. That's hilarious. That's funny. But it's like people, a Reddit comment. <laughs> I know, but other people wrote nice things. Hey, great like, set. Uh, clean all the way through. Loved it. You know, keep, yeah. keep it up, bro. Like nice stuff. Like, and like, I think David Spade said he never watches the specials. Like these guys, like a lot of comics, they don't watch it. Cause yeah. you, you don't want, and re, you don't read the reviews. Cause People right. just want to be dicks about it, but and yeah, I'm I'm glad I like it. I'm happy with it. Um, I'm just sh- I'm so the nice thing about that is watching that. I have that as a resume. It's something I, I I'm so happy I got to do. Very feel very fortunate. Um, and also shows like the growth I have till now. Yeah, like, what for I've, sure. What I've done since then, for sure. Yeah. So go but, find that dry bar special and then go see him in person, yeah. knowing he will be better. Yeah, dry bar. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, dry bar. The special is called low pay and disrespect. So low pay and disrespect. Uh, I like about being a teacher. That. So hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, and I'll be at Zany's uh, in downtown Old, Old Town um, May 18th through the 20th um, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday show. So, Dope. hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So, fuck uh, yeah. yeah. Check out my website, adaminic.com. And uh, guys, thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Uh, love you guys' comedy. It's fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Is that it? Are we done? Well, I'm not going to. We can be done yeah, if you want to be I done. That, if we 
thank you. Thank you so much for giving me agency over my own show. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Started. You Jesus, said you I hadn't said seen Degrassi. I said, no, so, no. <laughs> 